Hello and welcome to Muse and Metrics. This is your host, Philippa Burgess. This is season four, episode four. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about spinning, just spinning, because that's sort of a bit how I feel right now, is this perpetual motion that I'm in. And it's a good spin uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, It's a bit of an overwhelming spin. Uh, There's pieces of my past, present, and future that all kind of come together. And as I record this, there's a recent Oscar win of Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I certainly am looking forward to it. But I feel this sense of everything, everywhere, all at once in my life. I was looking back at the week before last, and I went from Los Angeles to San Diego to Denver to Boulder to Denver to New Jersey to Pennsylvania. And then I slept. I slept for a while. I was tired. And then I booked my next plane ticket and it all begins again. And pending my mother's passport, there may be a trip to England in May or that may happen in August. It's just really kind of uh, understanding that I stutter when people ask me, where do you live? And I don't really know where I live. I'm, I'm spinning. And I'm spinning in ways that are structured and that have purpose and are by design. Um, There's a lot of blessings in my spinning. There's a lot of recovery in it because I had a lot of change. And I know I'm not the only one who went through these changes with the pandemic, just society, life, um, moving us along, kind of where we're at in 2023. That Lots of transitions have happened, uh, relationships coming together, falling apart, uh, family, friendships, communities. And there was a strong sense of going home, uh, really having the benefit and the privilege of being able to tuck back in with my parents as an adult child. And I find myself thinking, I'm not a caregiver. I'm a caretaker in the fact that I get lots of care everywhere I go. And I don't think my parents necessarily see me as someone who's taking care of them. I don't necessarily see them thinking that they're taking care of me. We're adults and we take care of each other. There's a mutual way in which we look out for each other. We are able to make sure that everybody has what they need to the best of their ability, that everybody lives independently, but at the same time can get extra help and extra company. And so I'm basically going back and forth between my mom's house and my dad's house. They just happen to live on opposite coasts. And I was living in Colorado and still have a full life there. And, uh, my Kung Fu is really important to me and I'm seven years overdue for my advancement test. So I'm kind of working through that and spending some extra time getting on track with being able to get ready for an advancement test. It was that advancement test that sort of brought me through Colorado on that trip from West to East. And even my body kind of rebelled after my pretest because we stayed for a festival because I was a guest and uh, my friend that I was staying with is wanted to stay for the whole day. And I just went along with that, but I ended up just not feeling well at all because I was just exhausted. My body was done and I started running a low grade fever. And when I got back to Pennsylvania, just exhausted, just tired. And one of the things I was looking at is And I often ask myself that question of, when are you getting back to work? When are you going to actually go make money? And it's there in ways, but I realize I need to pace myself given everything that I have going on and the various responsibilities that I've taken on. And this show 
has evolved into being an audio journal. And although I've considered having guests, I realize that I still don't have the capacity to manage the admin. I've done summits and I love producing summits. And I think that 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 format of the summit is the best way for me to invite guests where I block book them and I create a larger piece of content. And I think that that's how I'm going to integrate guests because I've gotten plenty of questions from my last summit of, Hey, how are you doing on marketing or what do you need for this? And I realized I just am only one person and I'm doing the best I can. They're all friendly and everything's moving in the right direction. Everything's completely on track, but it is something that just makes me very aware of my limitations of what I can and cannot do well. And I've spoken about before on this podcast, my desire to do YouTube, my desire to be a content creator and grow as a creator, but realizing just how constrained I am, both in technical skills and learning how to produce, how to edit, how to write, all of those kind of technical pieces of getting that right. But then also knowing that I'm in perpetual motion and I'm in school. And so I wrote out, I'll call it a, it started as a money budget, but it very quickly transformed into a time budget because I realized how constrained I am for time and that I wanted to get very clear on where are my priorities? Where should I be spending my time in a work week? And I assigned points to all of the things that I'm either committed to and or matter to me. And I'd say, fortunately, all the things that I'm committed to matter to me. So there's alignment there. And understanding that time and care for my parents or anything that they need going back and forth between their houses is part of my priority and my commitment. And that I've made choices like going back to school and being a graduate student for many reasons. Some of it was entirely personal and the fact that I just was ready for a new career. Another one was that I just wanted more time kind of without committing to something and just being able to up-level my skills, my network. And also it was going home because it's the same school I did my undergraduate at 30 years ago. So it was an opportunity to refresh that connection and just feel this really strong sense of going home. So I'm going home in school. I'm going home in the time that I spend with my parents. I'm going home to my martial arts school, which I've now been part of for 15 years. So everywhere I go, I feel the strong sense of home. And yet I'm spinning in perpetual motion between all of these places, which means that on one level I go fast and another level I have to go slow because I have to make time to be organized and do my own admin and manage my finances and take care of other administrative tasks that I've volunteered for with my family. And I have school and I'm nervous enough about my learning and making sure I'm hitting my marks because I signed up for something that's challenging for me. And therefore it needs extra care and extra attention because it doesn't necessarily come that naturally. And it just means that it needs more time and attention. It's all learnable. It's not that it's not learnable. It just takes me more focused time, more focused attention. And so other things that I'm wanting to do don't always get the time and attention they particularly deserve or I desire because there's so many other things in front of it or as part of it. And so I want to kind of share this so that you can also think about where you're spinning and where that spinning kind of has flow or 
where you're spinning and you just need more time and more care uh, for yourself. One of the things about writing that priority list, which was very important to me, is that really helped me see where is my time allocated. And I put it into what I'll call point system. And I gave points for school. I gave points for uh, all of the places that people that I'm, I stay with and I'm invested in their well-being. I gave points for my desire to be a content creator and continuing to make content on this show. And as I want to move into video and blogging, other social media, even thinking in terms of possibly revisiting publishing, whatever it is that's in the world of content creation. And then I have points for admin and financial. I'm always learning things and I have a whole sort of thing, set of things I'm learning that are outside of the traditional academic, but are things that seem to be sought after skills in the jobs that I'm looking at for the future. And so I gave learning. I always seem to have my eyes scanned on the horizon for opportunities. And when I feel like opportunities are aligned, I throw my hat in the ring for them. So I gave points for opportunities. And I also reorganized my point system a little bit and added in organization because I realized even in being a content creator or a caretaker or a uh, student or, and a traveler and all of the things I do need a high level of organization of my physical space, of my documents, of my files, of my phone, of my planning and schedule. So, you know, just understanding that knowing that I needed organization was kind of foundational, especially since that's just an area of my life that just needs extra time and attention and care because it's not hard for me to get disorganized and just, I move quickly, but I don't always move in the most organized manner. And so I need to kind of circle back and make sure things are where I need them to be when I need them. And ultimately in the long run, that will serve me better. I gave points for martial arts because that's a huge commitment for me, especially this year as I'm looking forward to an advancement test. And so ultimately it came up to 10 categories I gave points to. And it was very much a way to calm the spin as far as knowing where everything on my list fit in terms of my priorities of my life and what was important and what was necessary and where I needed to put my time and attention and knowing that doing the right things in the right order and just being calm and comfortable around it would ultimately lead me exactly where I needed to go. And that even things that I'm doing that might not seem totally logical, all sort of have a way and have yielded to circumstances that I wouldn't necessarily say were beyond my control, but they just kind of ran their natural course. And there was something rather impersonal about the way that they ended. It was kind of a natural end and anybody in the same circumstance would have likely come to the same end of that situation. And I needed to transition and transform, uh, find new paths and new opportunities and make changes. And everything that came out of it, I feel has been extremely positive. But there was a lot of trauma that I experienced and I absorbed in that time. And so all the choices that I've made have very much been focused on a recovery, a personal recovery, a professional recovery, just that sense of I need to reset, regroup, reorganize, restructure, uh, reevaluate, and also to revalue myself and be aware of the situations that I was putting myself in and seeing where 
they served for a time, but then there was a place that the situation just outgrew this time for people to move in different directions. And I still feel that sometimes I'm haunted by this and understanding that I need to pull my energy back to the present and lean into the future. I have a very well planned, well-structured two-year plan. There's a little bit of potential for surprises and opportunities in that, but for the most part, I'm deeply committed. I have my purpose, my plan, my direction, and life is always going to have surprises. There may be a few surprises along the way, but for the most part, it's a pretty clear direction of where I'm going and what I'm doing for the next couple of years. What lies beyond that horizon, I don't know. And I'm aware that I want to use the momentum of school, use the degree that I have, but at the same time, being aware that uh, my situation just is what it is. And I trust God. I trust the process. I trust the blessing of being where I am and that I aim not to be any type of burden to my parents. And I know that they have no intention of being a burden to me and I'm free to go where I want to go when I want to go there. And I'm not the only person who can uh, look in on these things, but I'm happy to be in this place now. And I do understand that as people age and as things change, uh, it might be a different circumstance. But I'm just feeling very blessed and grateful for this moment of time. And again, sharing this stuff so that hopefully some of this resonates with you, that sometimes we do things that may feel like they're going backwards, but in some ways you're actually doubling down on your forward momentum and you know that you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing for yourself. You're doing the right thing for others, uh, especially the most important of others uh, in terms of your immediate family and your immediate circle and community and just leveling up, just owning and appreciating your value. Because in some ways I felt that my resume had gone to a place where I was having a hard time describing my value and feeling the opportunities I was getting. I was significantly undervalued and then I'd get the position and then they'd recognize my value and then they'd put so much stuff on my plate that I wasn't being compensated appropriately for. And it just, it, it was creating this not healthy cycle. And I wanted to break that cycle. And I look at it now. I mean, I don't know if I'll get full-time employment. I'll get contract work. I'll start my own company. I have no idea. Everything's an option. Uh, at this point, I just know that I need to stay the course and trust the process. And I desire to play with content over the next two years. If there's a moment in time for me to see if that's the path and if that's what's going to work for me, this is the time to do it. But I also have to just respect, I have a finite amount of time to do it in. And that that's okay. I think once I kind of created my master time plan, everything sort of fell into place and it was okay. My mom wants to call me for an hour and chat in the middle of the day. That's just fine. It's on my plan. If I'm working on an assignment and studying for a test, she knows I will tell her, Hey, I'll give you a call back. But when I have the time and I'm not on a strict tight deadline, I know that making the time to have that conversation is aligned with my priorities. And that is such a gift to not feel the need to rush off the nearest and dearest in favor of other things that 
are higher on the proverbial ambition, uh, I feel very comfortable in slowing down. And I spend a lot of time at home for as much as I travel. I think that that's where people get me confused. They see me and they go, oh, she's like this big adventurer. And then to really understand, no, I'm kind of a homebody. I just go between home to home to home. And I run in very tight circles. And I'm very interested in being on a larger public stage, but doing it from a very safe space, doing it from a very controlled environment. And this goes back to guests because I came into the fourth season being like, I want to have guests. I want to like broaden and make the show bigger. And then realized I, I can't, I would love to do that for you. I'd love to do that for me. I'd love to do that for the guests, but coming back to my reality, not going to happen anytime soon at, a, at the level of quality that I would want to have a really satisfied guest who is joyful about how they are presented and the supporting marketing materials and all of the other pieces that I just can't do. So I think I've made peace with that. And I think there's something important to making peace with certain things and knowing that it's better sometimes to do some things particularly well and that there will be a time and a season for all things. And in this time, I'm just feeling very grateful that my parents are alive and that I get to hang out with them and live this life of this stay-at-home daughter that's kind of still up to something. And I think that it's nice with my mom because she is independent and she does take care of herself and she just needs a little bit of help. I don't think she's ready for me to move in full time or have a full time caregiver. And she's always made it very clear. She doesn't want to end up in a home and she wants to live as independently as she can. So my ability to pop in and show up for a month and help her out and set appointments and go shopping and just take care of some things and look over her shoulder when it comes to uh, paying bills or filing taxes or things like that, that I can easily do. It is just to me a very joyful uh, opportunity. And the same thing with my dad doesn't necessarily need any caregiving. He just appreciates the company and has been very generous in opening his home and um, giving me a place when I had left my marriage. And I think he likes to say that he's glad that I showed up for my crisis, not his. And so I think that they appreciate that I'm sort of showing up as an adult child who is just in transition and going through a lot of trauma and having this enormous uh, confusion and heartbreak and all sorts of anxiety. And it was just a really hard time and a difficult breakup. A difficult day at not difficult. It was difficult because there was parts of it that just dragged on and that just were, it was just, it was difficult. It was difficult because there were just, it, it was difficult because it just dragged on. Uh, it was not difficult in the fact that the decision was made and it was incredibly stressful and I was just incredibly sick. I think that was the biggest part of the trauma was how much all of it impacted my physical health and that it put me in, in the hospital uh, a couple of times. I was in the hospital in Colorado, then I was in the hospital in Pennsylvania, just kind of in and out of the emergency room and just having this just exacerbated chronic illness that I couldn't unwind and the stress just was making it worse. And I think that's where I was feeling so frustrated was how fragile I'd become physically. And that exacerbated my anxiety and depression and things that aren't normal characteristics for my personality. And when I go there, it is a place that I've been. I think we've all experienced forms of anxiety or depression, but, uh, it is not my nature. It's not my personality. It's not kind of 
the who I am. And I am very uncomfortable in those places. And I don't know how to get out of them when I'm in them, except to just slowly kind of creep out. And in some ways, I think this spinning and this bouncing has actually been part of bringing my joy back. Because with the pandemic, I was locked down in Pennsylvania, and I just hung out until uh, one of our online school programs got ready to get back in person, and I went out for graduation. And I think that's the other thing about seeing my mom is I always tend to go with purpose because she lives close to my school, and so I'm able to see her and do school things. And so there's this dance of priorities and possibilities and opportunities that I'm there to kind of look in on them and just enjoy my time. And they take great care of me, but also, you know, I'm up to other things as well. And they give me this incredibly safe base from which to launch into these other areas of exploration and potential. And it's, uh, it's good. And so I think that I share this stuff just to say um, I may be alone in my transitions and my grad school experience, but also that I also don't think that I'm alone. And I want to share these things just to, one, give another perspective of what's possible and that perhaps you can see yourself in some of these experiences or transitions or challenges and that we all sort of find our way to get what we need and to serve others in ways that are affirming, especially as women. This is where I really feel that being part of a women's radio network has also been a very safe space for me. I feel like coming out of a marriage and coming out of some business relationships that were very much put me in a sort of a subservient situation where it was given lip service that I was a equal until the important decisions that mattered to me from a value level were put on the table and then my voice wasn't heard. And and this ultimately led to my departure uh, in in one significant situation and then in later situations where I just felt that I needed to really regroup and reset and feeling that I can be someone who can speak to women and hopefully be a mentor, a role model, uh, someone who can inspire others um, through my journey. It was coming to understand that my myself as a woman and the choices that I made and the decisions may not necessarily be decisions men would make or choices men would make. And that the opportunities presented to me may also be different than men, um, both for better and for worse. And to understand kind of our role in the world as women. And for me, you know, having this sense of family because I don't have my own children, but I do have elderly parents that it's perfect for me to feel that I'm at home and I'm where I belong. And every once in a while I peek over the horizon to know that my current situation isn't uh, a permanent one, but I think that's what makes it so special is that I want to appreciate every minute of it. And that includes being a student. I'm quite happy with all the benefits that school affords me. And I know that they're not things that I certainly can't recreate if I work independently. And really only a company can provide that level, or not even, I mean, it really a big organization because everything from all of the, the health insurance, the free software to all sorts of freebies and discounts and other things, I get just enormous value from being, being a student. And I'm appreciating that. 
but I know that I have a plan for the next two years and I'm just going to kind of run with it. And when I'm done, I'll have another master's and some certificates and hopefully be fully prepared to uh, bring value to whatever um, company, organization, client that I work with. And it's nice to see this transformation. It's nice to see that I'm able to now work with software that I didn't have any idea where to start six months ago. And I'm really appreciating the learning transformation that I've had with it and how far I've come in my learning. And it's really at this point, just a little bit every day with all of the things that I'm learning and whether it's uh, language or programming or software or just other concepts around my area of study. It's just realizing that it's just a little bit every day, slow and steady. Same thing with family relationships and friendships and organization and martial arts and all of it. It's just a little bit every day, a little bit every week. And same thing with content creation. It's just finding the small ways in which I can create content. Uh, I appreciate having deadlines. I appreciate having accountability. I appreciate the fact that I've created all these micro brands now, and I now need to start to fill them. But I also understand that, you know, when I travel, there's this transition period, I'm still kind of in a mode where I still need to unpack, I kind of dumped everything out, and it needs to be put away. So I can only at some level do what I can do. I had anticipated that I would not have the time to sit down on one assignment and I asked for an extension. And then when I looked closer at it, I realized there were actually two assignments due on the same day. And I confirmed um, that I needed that extension that he had given me a nod to. And he said, yeah, no problem. You can have a week. And I was so grateful for that because as we came into spring break and I could actually sit down and I could do the assignment and I give it my full attention. And I sat for 12 hours on Monday and 12 hours on a Tuesday and I delivered it, but it took me 24 hours to do those two assignments. And so to understand and to say, hey, school is one of my commitments and it's going to take time. And that of all my point system gets the most points is school because school does take a lot of time and attention. I get a ton of stuff out of it. I appreciate it. Uh, it's a very safe and comfortable space for me, but at the same time also does demand a, a lot of focused attention. And so I have to kind of put that in the mix. But there's something also really gratifying about kind of knowing everything that's not uh, in my point system and that the point system basically accounts for 40 hours a week. So there's plenty of things that are outside of my point system, but it just gives me a lot more freedom and flexibility in terms of how do I spend my time? Where do I put my attention? Where are my priorities? And just relaxing into them and getting done what needs to get done, but in a very fluid and flexible and supportive way that I have so much chaos going on in all of my round and round I go that I need to have this sense of order. I need to have this sense of comfort. I need to have this sense of structure to be able to find uh, some peace among the chaos and some order to my world. And I think just moving from place to place, even though I go in a big circle, I look at a glove and I'm like, hmm, where's your other one? Are you in Colorado? Are you in California? And so knowing that I have, you know, pieces of jewelry one place or the other, and now, you know, I have one wardrobe at one house and a different wardrobe at another, it gets a, it gets a little bit to just be able to manage all of those things. And so I write a lot of things down. Writing is hugely important to me to really think ahead and plan. And I'll buy one-way tickets for pieces of trips and then later buy the other piece when I have more information. And I'm pretty much planned 
through the summer with two opportunities that I've put my hat in the ring for that I may or may not get. If I get them, I'll do my best to fit them in. And if I don't, I bless them and I trust that they went to someone else who uh, can potentially benefit more from the opportunity. So I'm very open handed with the things that I apply to and just sort of see what comes back and what's a good fit and how I can just continue to grow uh, academically, grow as a student, grow as a creative, grow as a professional. And I'll just seek out opportunities. And if they're the right match, I welcome them. And if they're not the right match, then I uh, trust things that are more aligned will come my way. But I feel like I have no lack of opportunity and I have no lack of things to do, uh, to spend my time to move forward. And that time is moving so quickly. And that I'm living in these pockets of time where it's very clear, okay, I've got a month before I travel again. Okay. I'm here for two weeks. Okay. I'm here for six weeks. And knowing that I'm kind of in motion, uh, or I'm here for a couple days, whatever, wherever I am kind of knowing and where I need to go next, why I'm there, what I'm looking to accomplish while I'm there, what my other deadlines are and I need to be accountable for. And so it's a very disciplined way of life as well, because I have to be certain places. I have to deliver certain things and just kind of being very aware of all of that and keeping all of that on track. And I think even in our own lives, if we're in one place, giving ourselves that structure can be enormously valuable. I've talked before about themes of a hundred day plan about what a hundred days of really just pushing on something can really look like. Uh, and I'm actually getting to the end of a hundred day plan. And I will say that two out of three of my goals were met. Uh, one part of my hundred day plan was just really getting everything sorted out in academics and kind of up-leveling my academics because my fall semester was just so overwhelming and I was so out of my depth and I really struggled with it. And I finally kind of found some bearings, but I ended it with a B minus and a B plus, which is not uh, at my level. I tend to you know, strive to be an A student and I just needed help. I needed a lot of help. So I wanted to get back on track. And the other part of my hundred day plan was knowing that I'd be doing all of this travel and that I wanted to have a successful martial arts pretest and make sure that uh, my mom had what she needed. My dad had what he needed. And so I think that was part of it. And I wanted to push forward on content and I just defined some things more. I've definitely been moving forward. I've not, not been moving forward, but I wanted to do more that I just didn't have the ability to sort of fit it in or to find that place where I could really get that momentum. I think sometimes when you go to certain people in your life, they may not see it, they may not get it. And a coach can be really helpful because whatever it is that you say you're up to, if it is aligned and, and they have some expertise in that area, they can be really helpful in moving you further faster. Even part of it is not only do they bring their own experience and skill but just having a place to talk about it, a place to share your ideas and to think it through. And uh, we've had some sessions where I hadn't talked to her in um, basically about a month apart was kind of where our meetings kind of were. And now we are back to kind of an every other week, but I've things were between in the fall between September, October, November, December were changing so quickly for me in the direction I was going and what I was doing. And that I had sessions where I just filled the hour being like, here's what's up. Here's what's going on. Here's what's changed. Here's what's new. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what the strategy went from this to now this. And, and, and she's tracked with me the whole time and now is giving me 
much more um, specific feedback and things that I can integrate and tasks that are keeping me uh, just moving, just moving forward so that none of these things are uh, abandoned and they're all kind of, again, spinning. They're all part of this wheel uh, that, it, that, that I'm, that I'm on, that I'm in, that I'm moving, uh, through and, um, just seeing where all this all takes me and this all lands, but coming from this place of trusting my intuition, trusting my instinct and being as comfortable as I can possibly be through all of these transitions, uh, transitions that included driving to Colorado from, from Northeastern Pennsylvania in August, and then driving back with a trailer in November, having spent a month in California, uh, both with my mom and at school, and having the most wonderful week on Catalina, which was just amazing to be able to have that time. And I think that I even got a good nod today because I applied for a USC summer mentorship program in DC and they just opened a campus uh, in DC. So I'm feeling that that's even going to accelerate my access and opportunity to the types of work that I'd like to do that's uh, very much rooted in and around the DC area. So that's another place that I'll be adding to my, my circuit, uh, as I kind of move through all of this in this perpetual motion that I'm in and it feels right. I don't know any other way to be. It's kind of have lived much of my adult life. Um, because I grew up on the East coast, I would, would come back frequently and then I lived on the West coast and then I moved to Colorado. And so I've in some ways always been at some perpetual motion between East Coast and West Coast. And then in the last decade with Colorado. And so it's uh, kind of part of who I am. I'm just, the only difference now is that I've just accelerated the pace at which I move between the three. And there was purpose. I mean, part of it was trying to get out of storage in Colorado and move more of my stuff to the East coast. And then with my mom, just needing a little bit more help and a little bit more attention and me being able to do more events that were on campus, uh, as I'm in school in Los Angeles, but in a virtual kind of hybrid program, it all kind of fits together. It all makes sense. And I'm doing the best that I can with all of it. I just encourage everybody to not be afraid of learning, not be afraid of trying new things, not being afraid of getting uncomfortable, not being afraid of trusting your instinct, trusting things that just feel right, even if they're not totally logical, um, but that there is a logic. There's another logic that's at play in terms of why you're doing it and where your priorities are. And that if it's the right thing to do for yourself and others, it'll have a way of working out. And I feel to the best of my ability that everything I'm doing is as thoughtful as it can be um, under the circumstances. And I feel that I've made choices that have been rooted in self-care and rooted in being aligned with my values and my priorities and my growth and my interests and my passions and my need to challenge myself, try new things and just professionally up level and see what's possible. And, and that's where I'm not afraid in, in some ways. I feel that I can go work for a corporation. I can do consulting I can start a business. It doesn't matter to me what I do, however I do it. It'll have a way of working out. And I just know that, you know, I need this time right now to be doing exactly what it is that I'm doing. 
I mean, coming into the summer, if I get this internship, it'll take it to a whole nother level. That might actually be too much. That might be too much, but we'll see. Uh, I, I applied and I am open to where it goes. So the two things that are on the table right now to see if I get are this one week mentorship in DC over the summer. And the other one is this, um, internship that's part-time remote. So that aspect of it can work. It's just figuring out kind of how I'm going to fit that in around the everything else that I have going on, but I do, it'll all, it will all be, I don't think I'm as afraid of my summer courses because I think where I was super afraid is when I had these huge technical learning curves and just, just really struggling. And I think now I now know my way around the software. I, I have a starting point and I don't feel like I'm going to get as tangled with any project. And also now, and also now where our classes are, they're a lot smaller. I've gotten through the kind of major, everybody takes this class, um, part of the program. So there were 80 people in that online course. So it was a little harder to get our professor's attention. I mean, she was wonderful and she was certainly there, but it just felt harder to ask. And I did for some of the basics. Eventually I did. Cause I was like, I, I, I don't even know how to do a layout. I don't even know how to do just some super basic things that I just wasn't finding in the rating or online. And they were so basic that once she showed them to me, I was like, Oh, okay. I know how to do that now. And that was super helpful. Um, but I think that I'm getting better at sort of asking for help when I need it and not feeling as overwhelmed. So that's where more things can potentially come onto uh, my spinning, you know, in, into this, this merry-go-round um, that I'm on. And just having the sense of joy again is such a big thing for me. Um, getting out of this really dark place is a big thing for me. Feeling so connected with my university, which I've had a relationship now with for 31 years, just feeling really grateful and inspired and motivated and calm. Um, because within all of this, that's the only thing I can be is calm. There are just so many moving parts now to what I'm doing. And, and at the same time, not really, because I've simplified it um, to my 10 things that, Hey, these are the 10 things that I'm up to. These are the 10 things that kind of get my attention or my primary attention. And that is what I'm up to and, and where I put my value. And it really, it came from a money, uh, start, which was if I were to monetize myself, how would I value myself? And it came from the sense of my time is valuable. My time needs to be protected. And that's where I kind of came up with this point system is like, okay, this is where my time goes. If I was hiring myself and giving myself a job description, this is what I would expect myself to do. And this is what I would compensate me for. And that's how that point system was created. And then it sort of worked out when I kind of did all the math on it. It ends up that there's a point per 15 minutes and that there's uh, eight hours in a day. So there's 32 points uh, for uh, the day. And then I think it comes up to 160 for the week. And then uh, it just goes from there in terms of uh, 20 days in a month, and then the full year, it ends up with 7,500 points kind of divided over my 10 things. And it's just a way to sort of budget myself and my time and just make sure that I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing and gives me credit for taking the time to do admin and financial, taking the time to do organization, taking the time to do my martial arts, taking the time with my family, taking my time for school, taking the time for content creation learning opportunities, like all of those things that kind of fall into what am I up to? What am I about? What matters to me? 
and that's kind of where that conversation came from, which is if I were to sort of put that dollar amount back on my life, it really was like, oh, you know what? If you work for an employer, they have expectations of how you spend your time. And I'm essentially self-managed at this point. So I too should be respectful and aware of how I spend my time. And that's, you know, making sure that, you know, you put value on yourself and how you spend your time and who you spend your time with and getting to that place where you're appropriately self-protective and that you go to the places that feed your soul and to spend time with those people that make you better. And that's, you know, part of this journey that we're all on together figuring these things out and finding our way and just understanding that we do land on our feet no matter what happens. And, uh, that the circumstances that had me move were not ones that I necessarily would have chose, but they happened and they couldn't be undone and that it was time. There was a sense of almost like God lifting me up being like, okay, you know, I have other plans for you now and I'm going to take you over there. And that's kind of what happened. And I think sometimes, you know, our brain wants to hold on to things or we're haunted by things. And sometimes it's, we truly need to bury the dead and move on and, and, and give peace to the fact that there were some wonderful parts to all of those relationships and they, they were very functional for a long time. And then there was moments where they became unfunctional. And part of it was just because it was time to move on. Even with school, I'm very comfortable there now. That's, there's a thing called graduation and they graduate you and they're like, okay, go on to the next thing. Now you're, you're done here. And I do think that we do graduate from things and we're ready for new challenges um, or other times there are places where it's perfectly appropriate to go home again. And that's, um, also where I found myself. So there were endings, there were reunions, uh, there was reorganizing how and where I put my attention. There was a massive reinvestment in myself. Uh, I think that's the big kind of suspension of disbelief of just saying, Hey, I'm going to lean on some loans for this. And very fortunately, there's uh, been a number of scholarships that I've seen come up. Um, some that I've gotten some that I've not applied for that I could, uh, others there there's money out there. Uh, I'm definitely clear about that. And so slow and steady, just knowing that I have, uh, you know, many things that are on my plate and I can only move as fast as I can move. And I'd rather do things right and do things, uh, appropriately. And that consistency, momentum, planning are all things we've talked about. And that I continue to share about how all of those things have come into play. And ultimately I feel are making my life work are making my life better are uh, leading me in new interesting and inspiring directions uh, helping me create new communities and and I'm actually we'll kind of close with this thought for some of the things that I'm struggling with uh, where I've struggled with the software where I've struggled with making videos and content and finding a workflow I actually want to bless those things because there's this idea that if it was easy, everyone would do it. And I think there's something to be said for leaning into things that are difficult, that are a bit more challenging. I remember speaking to somebody who was in physics and we were just comparing our careers and I had already gone into things that were highly competitive and everybody wanted to be in those spaces. 
And he was sort of saying nobody wanted to be in MySpace. There was plenty of opportunity around and money around and anything kind of he wanted in some ways he got because there were so few people in his field to go after those things. And so we can kind of exist at either end of that scale, either going for the things that everybody wants to do or going for the things that nobody wants to do and that we find an interest and, and, uh, and a skill at, but that these things kind of take time. It's not, none of it comes easy and you just kind of need to lean in wherever you want to be and know that there are opportunities out there and that it's not easy and that that's actually a blessing. You want it to not be easy. I I don't want my master's degree to be super simple because I want to feel like it actually has value when I get to the other side. I don't want the programming that I'm learning or the languages I'm learning to be super easy because I feel like I want something that feels a bit hard won. And same thing with um, video and content creation. I feel that I took a kind of five day intensive and then he was upselling to his course and he's like, Oh, well, yeah, I can teach you a lot. There's a lot to learn here. But most of his messaging was, you know, just turn on the camera and do it. Just go, go, go. And then you look into his history and it's like, Oh, you were an editor. Okay. That makes sense because editing is its own skill and I'm learning it and I'm quite comfortable editing. I like editing, but it takes time to learn editing. And I, and he's not necessarily teaching editing. He's teaching more of the motivation and the logic of, yes, this is a good thing to pursue. If you make videos, you can make money, but there's a lot of moving parts to it. And he also now is at at a company of 20 people. So he makes videos all the time, but he's got a whole team that is working with him. And so I also have to manage like, what can I do as one person and that I'm working through learning all of these different skills and that it's baby steps. Today, I found a couple of pieces of, uh, they were in the linen section at a thrift store um, of green fabric. Um, and they were large pieces, kind of like tablecloth side pieces And I was like, I have a green screen. So I got these two kind of lime green, different types of fabric uh, to play with green screen and understand kind of how I use it and how I can use it in editing. And so it's not that I'm not doing it. It's just, it's a slow unfolding process. And it's a slow unfolding process uh, that has all of these other kind of moving parts around it and not just moving parts, me physically up and moving. So I have to think about when I travel, what equipment do I take with me and stuff. It's still getting stuff done, but not with the the volume, the consistency, the quality that I would like. So again, sometimes it's just managing our expectations and understanding kind of what fits into that those eight hours, what fits into those eight hours, those 10 hours, those 12 hours, those 16 hours a day, how do we want to spend our time? And that's something that we are all equal on. We all have the same amount of time in a day. And so it's our choice how we spend it. Um, And maybe we can say it's not our choice in the fact that there are certain commitments that we have to respect in terms of things that have to be done, but then knowing what those are, knowing why we do those, and then to the best of our ability, choosing that and uh, that we're owning our our day, uh, we're owning our week to the best of our ability. And if we don't like the what we're doing or how we're doing it, to explore and see, are there better options? Is there a better way um, so that we can have the most fulfillment, the most joy, 